Hey there, Type Two Warriors! Welcome to another episode of Thrive with Type Two Diabetes Podcast. My name is Dr. Tian Pramlap, and I am your host. After almost 10 years of seeing so many of my patients struggle with this condition, and having been diagnosed with prediabetes myself, I can understand how challenging it is to live with high blood sugar. After some ups and downs, I was able to bring my A1C down to normal range after only about a month and a half. I am now on a mission to help all of you do the same to be able to find a better and more balanced way to lower your A1C for good without feeling like you have to be on any restrictive diets or crazy amount of medication. I know I don't want to do that, so I don't want you to do that either. Well, let's get into today's episode. So a lot of people. Have this guilt, or shame, or fear that when they modify their diet to try to lower their blood sugar and A1C, that sometimes their cravings or willpower to low cravings takes over, and then you end up cheating on your new diabetes diet. And then a lot of people would ask me if it's okay to do that. Well, if you ask me that in person, I actually would not even consider the word cheating on your diet to be in my vocabulary, because I don't believe that I am on any special diabetes diet, so there shouldn't be anything as cheating on it. And you should. Feel the same way. You should also be operating in the same mindset, because we're not really eliminating everything or cutting out all food groups. Even though when I started my plant-based journey, I don't exclude things either, because. It's just not sustainable to have that mindset, the all-or-nothing mindset. Another, another terms for for that. So when you have the all-or-nothing mindset for food in general, it's just psychology where your mind will want the things you cannot have a lot more. So your cravings for that donut or that ice cream or Sunday or that sweet muffins, whatever it is that you think you can't eat anymore now that you're diagnosed with type two diabetes, it's gonna be the thing that you going to want to eat. So I'm not saying to. To go and eat all of those things all at once or every single day, I just want you to not tell yourself that you cannot have anything particularly. So if you are able to do that, but still maintain a better, uh, not diet. I don't like to use that word in general. But like a better lifestyle and a better way of nourishing yourself, but don't tell yourself you cannot have certain things either. 
And I know it's hard because we're like, well, if I need to be better, then I need to eat more of these food and less of these other foods. But don't ever say cannot, because that's will be the cause of many problems. So, if you are able to access everything and you know that you can eat whatever you want, whenever you want, then it isn't cheating on your diet when you do enjoy things and have a little treat here and there. And I don't, I don't want you to think that you're giving in or.、Um, Yeah, letting your cravings take over or anything like that. It's just being able to have a balanced diet、um, or balanced way of nourishing your body, nutrition-wise. But like we've talked about before, it's not just the food you eat that will determine how well you will. Handle type two diabetes, or how well you can improve your insulin resistance. It's a lot of other things. You know, we talked about the comprehensive diabetes care in previous episodes, and then we also talked about physical activities, meditation, reducing stress, making sure that all aspects of your life is being looked at, not just the food. It's also very important. So, food is just one part of the answer to your blood sugar situation. Okay, but if we're just talking about the food, it's not what your body cannot have. It is going to solve everything. It's how you're able to balance. Them out. Since we're living in a more fast food diet culture,、uh, eating out more, getting delivery, having everything more convenient, it's harder to take a step back from this lifestyle and determine what's best for you. But At the end of the day, it's it's not impossible to do so, and once you're figured that out, you don't have to also say, "Oh, I can never ha- have McDonald's or fries or donuts." I don't I don't ever say that to myself. I know that they're not preferred because we want to eat more wholesome food and less processed food, right? And fast food are more processed. Yes, we we do know that, but I don't tell myself. Oh, say I'm traveling, and we got into LAX late at night. We're hungry. We've just been flying for hours on end in a cramped little seat on an airplane, and then. After picking up our baggage and getting our car from the parking lot, all you want to do is drive to a McDonald's drive-through because you know they're open late, and get ten-piece chicken nuggets and a fries and maybe 
a drink. I'm I'm going to do that, even though I've been enjoying wholesome food this whole time. Having that one McDonald meals because my body needed it for comfort after a long flight is not going to change your results a whole lot. And allowing yourself to have that kind of permission. Hey guys, so it's Dr. Prom Lab here interrupting your episode. Just to let you know that I actually have a full training, a free masterclass on exactly what I did to drop my A1C from 5.7%, which is the start of the pre-diabetes range, to 5.4%, which is considered normal range without a diagnosis of any insulin resistant or any um, high blood sugar imbalances. Exactly what I did to do that in just a month and a half. So I created this training where you actually learn my strategy to bring down my E1C. And then I'm going to give you a step-by-step guide of what I did to bring it back down to normal range and actually keep it there. And finally, I'm going to give you my type 2 formula that you can utilize immediately after learning all these other steps so you can see consistent results month after month. And this is really for anybody who is either type 2 diabetes or at risk for type 2 diabetes. Maybe you're at just the pre-diabetes range, or maybe you have gestational diabetes, or if you're like me and you have insulin resistance because of PCOS, whatever your current diabetes journey is, this class will be super, super, super helpful for you in order to bring down that blood sugar and that A1C and actually keep it down for good. Because a lot of the time you try all these trends and all these fads and you're able to bring it down, but a few months later, it's kind of start to creep back up again. Or if you are unable to feel like this other thing that you're trying is very manageable or is very sustainable. This class is something you don't want to miss because I'm not here just to bring down my A1C. I'm here to actually keep it down forever. And what I find out is you have to be able to learn how your body functions. And after you figure that out, you're going to be able to apply all these tools and strategies that I'm going to teach you in this masterclass in order to keep your A1C down because we don't want to have it to go back up. They call this like a yo-yo dieting or yo-yo process of bring down your blood sugar. We want to avoid that and we want to actually find a sustainable way to do this without any confusion or crazy dieting or spending hours at the gym. So if this is something you're wanting to learn more about, 
All you gotta do is go to drpromlabwellnesscorner.com/free-masterclass, and then let me know if this training is helpful for you at all. I'd like to know if I can make this even better for you in the future, or if you found that it was helpful now, let me know what you found that was really essential for you to learn. So just send me a message on Instagram at drpromlabwellnesscorner. And let's get back to today's episode. And not eliminating everything is going to make your life a whole lot easier, and then you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm cheating on my diet because there's no such thing. You're just eating better, and then are able to still enjoy. Other pleasures, people call it guilty pleasure, but I've also heard other people say if things give you pleasure, you shouldn't feel guilty about it, which is also true. So I want you to have that mindset instead of the all or nothing mindset, more of a flexible, inclusive, balanced, nutritious mindset over the all or nothing. It's hard. It's. I'm not saying it's. It's easy, and working on your mindset is going to take a lot more work than actually changing your food and what you eat. Well, maybe it's. It's just as hard for for a lot of people, but I think your mind is harder to change if it's already been wired a certain way. So if you grew up. Learning certain things, certain conditions, certain rules, and then now that you're an adult, you you think for yourself. You don't want to follow society preset conditions. You want to make this something that you're proud of, something that you want to be able to live with, and pass on to your children a different kind of mindset, different kind of lifestyle. Better for you, better for your family. It's I think it's harder to change that because a lot of the time our our environment shape how we became adults and how we became human growing up. So yeah, I think changing your mindset is something everybody should strive to do, but it's not something that's easy to do. And for me, how I do that is really repetitive things. So they're called journaling, affirmation, auto suggestions. I don't know if you've heard any of these words, but this is basically how you rewire your brain. So telling yourself something and then repeating it until you believe it, and then until it becomes true for you. That's the process of changing your mindset, and it's not just an overnight thing. You do it every day for however long it takes, and then maybe for the rest of your type two diabetes journey, you have to keep reminding yourself that it's okay to have different kind of food. It's okay to enjoy certain things. And give yourself permission to do that. And whenever you feel guilty about doing something, it's oh, let let yourself feel, and then afterwards, 
you know, reassess what happened. Why did I feel that way? And what can I do to reduce the amount of time I'm in that guilt bubble? Because it's, it's, I'm telling you not to feel guilty or shameful while you're enjoying things, but I feel that sometimes, and I know that it's not a bad thing that I, I ate that McDonald's 10-piece chicken nuggets. It feels so good at the time, but then afterward, you have this kind of like remorse feeling and then you have to snap out of it and tell yourself that no I didn't do anything wrong I'm just listening to my body and this is what my body needs right now and I know how to get back on track I know how to nourish myself and create a more wholesome lifestyle nourishment for for me so why am I feeling this way you know like I shouldn't have to be I shouldn't have to worry about that. So I just basically tell myself that it's okay. So it's a lot of self-therapy in a way and repeating these affirmations to yourself. It can sound like a bunch of hocus pocus. That doesn't work, but it really does. And, you know, I always tell people, when they say something like, oh, that doesn't work for me, or I don't like that, I don't want to try it, or um, that 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 just not my style. And then I'll be like, oh, oh, really? What, um, what was your experience, you know, going through this? And they're like, oh, I haven't, I haven't even done it. But from the sound of it, it just not not for me. I know it. And then I say, well, no, you really don't because you've never tried it. So you really don't know if it's going to work for you or not. And I'm not saying it's it's going to work for everybody. And we might need adjustments on how you do things. Some people read affirmations to themselves. I record myself saying these affirmations and I listen to them every day. I think that's saved me a lot more time because reading is kind of boring sometimes. And I can like listen to my affirmation on the drive to work like you're listening to this podcast right now. So it really depends. But if you haven't tried it, don't say that it won't work for you, you know, because that's just you don't know. It can really go either way. And you just have to be open-minded enough to give it a try. So this is basically my homework slash activity for you guys. If you're willing to do this and wanting to change your mindset so that you don't feel guilty having delicious yummy food in the future so I would get some pen and paper maybe your journal a notebook whatever you want or maybe a computer you can type it out if that's easier say what you want to say for yourself so write it out type it out whatever it is okay for me to enjoy 
whatever the food you want to insert. And then say something like, I deserve to eat this, you know, insert the food whenever I feel a certain way. So this is kind of just me making this up in the moment just for this particular topic. But you can also do affirmation on many things. So for example, I started a new job. Um, I don't know if you guys know that I am also a pharmacist. Maybe you do know that's why you're listening to this podcast, right? For my professional uh, opinion on the matters. But I used to work at a community pharmacy, you know, regular pharmacist dispensing medication at a pharmacy, but I don't do that anymore. I am now working from home well soon in ways i'm training in the office right now but i basically don't dispense medication anymore i talk to patient all throughout the day discussing their medication therapy it's called medication therapy management so i talk about their medication list making sure nothing is duplicate or if they're at the optimal dosage making sure they know how to take their medication correctly. So it's a new thing. And I talk to a lot of people every day and it can feel very exhausting and it's just different. So what I need to do, and I know I'm doing good because I'm helping these patients, you know, going over their medication, making sure they're receiving the best care possible, but to other people, it can feel like you're wasting patients' time. You're just calling them out of the blue. You're trying to, you know, you, it sounds like you're spamming these people, but you're really not. So that's a mindset thing, right? You're like, you can either feel good about what you're doing or feel bad about what you're doing. So what I decided to do, because I know it is a good thing that I'm helping these patients with their medication list, I would write something like, it's it's a wonderful thing that I'm talking to these patients every single day, making sure they're taking the medication correctly. And I love talking to my patient and I do, but sometimes, you know, I get tired and then it feels like it's repetitive and I don't have this energy to be the best pharmacist on the phone talking to these patients. But if I remind myself that I love doing my job every single day, I'm going to feel like that every single day. So it's kind of an example out of the diabetes diet thing, but just wanted to give you an example of how to change your little tweak in your mindset on just about anything, your job, your family, how you feel about some people you don't really like or maybe you hate your job and you really want to get through the day, you can also change your mindset about that. Kind of like what my preceptor told me when I was a student going through rotation in pharmacy school, they tell you to fake it till you make it. And it's kind of a, I don't know, it, this phrase kind of a bad thing 
like reputation wise for the phrase that you're trying to fake it till you make it but it's it's really how you're you train your brain to believe in a certain point a certain mindset and your brain will eventually create or help you create action that will get you to this so say you want to be better at your job or whatever it is you're trying to fake it till you make it you're gonna be like i'm an awesome actor i don't know i'm just making things up and then you tell yourself that every day right and then what are you gonna do you're going to do everything you can to become the most amazing actor ever so you're gonna take acting classes you're gonna practice your line you're gonna do all these actionable items to make sure you do become the most amazing actor ever. So you can say something like, I am the best type two warrior out there. And I know how to take care of myself. I know that if I eat this food, I will still be the best type two warrior out there. So if you write that or you read that to yourself every day, you're going to do all the things that's required to become that person. So that's just my little advice on how to change your mindset on, you know, not cheating on your diet. Hope that helps. Well, that's all for today's episode of Thrive with Type 2 Diabetes. I hope you really enjoyed it and you found it helpful. And if you really resonated with everything that I talked about today and you feel like you want to learn a little bit more, maybe you want to learn how to truly create these changes and achieve real results for yourself and for your health, that will ensure that you'll be able to find freedom from your condition and maybe find freedom from dieting. Or maybe freedom from feeling like you have to spend hours and hours at the gym. Or maybe you don't want to be taking these medications for the rest of your life. So you can stop worrying about your future all the time. Stop worrying about your blood sugar and what kind of food will affect it. And maybe start living your life again. And start enjoying what you want to do instead. Maybe you want to be a better teacher for your student or you want to be an artist and you want to travel or you want to be able to run a business whatever it is that you want to do instead of constantly live in fear of feeling like you're stuck on this diabetes journey or cycle then i really invite you to connect with me i actually just want to help you figure out what it is that you need to do in order to keep your A1C down and bring it out of the diabetes range. Because for me, when I was diagnosed with pre-diabetes, just pre-diabetes, not even type 2 diabetes yet, but I know that that could become the condition if I don't do anything about it now. With all these training and knowledge and countless patients that I've helped bring down the A1C, I still was not prepared mentally to receive my own diagnosis. And I found that's really fascinating, even with all the tools 
that I've already got in my tool belt, it was still not enough. Just knowing what to do, it's more than that. It's it's understanding your body, understanding your condition, and really knowing all of that combined with all the tools is the key to really bring down your A1C. So I really want. To be able to help you get there yourself, and we'll be able to chat for maybe forty-five minutes, and we'll hash out a strategic plan, so I can help you see that achieving your A1C goal isn't all that scary anymore. But I only want you to reach out if you feel like you're a hundred and ten percent committed to your health, and that you're really ready to take massive action to make this happen. Okay. Because we can talk and talk until we're both blue in the face, but if you're not ready to change, or if you're not ready to invest in yourself and invest in your health, then nothing I say can really change much, right? So if you think that is you, and you're ready to see where your powerful self can really do and what. You really want to see change in your future, so you can do all the things that you want to do instead. Then, please, let's let's have a chat and let's talk. And all you gotta do is go to drpromlatwellnesscorner.com/slash/apply, and there'll be a link for you to book a free discovery session with me. And in this ses- session. It's really just us chatting and figuring out where you are currently in your journey, right? We'll evaluate your strengths, and I'll take a look at what you're currently doing and what you can maybe improve upon. And then after learning all of that, we'll map out a plan for you to get there. And then if you are a good fit, I'll actually offer you a spot in my Thrive with Type Two Diabetes community. Where we will work further with you on how to create a more sustainable and less restrictive way, so you can actually continue to live your busy life without having to think about your blood sugar all the time. Also, make sure that you fill out the little short survey that is attached before our session, so I'll have a little bit more background on you, so I can better plan for our session to make sure that you get the most out of it. And none of this will have. Any cost to you at all, okay? So just really take advantage of this opportunity to figure out what you can do in order to achieve that A1C goal and bring it out of the diabetes range once and for all. Well, I hope I will speak to you soon in the future. Until then, stay strong. You got this.